entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Hi, Mark. This is Connor from Tucson. I wanted to buy some MAGA hats, and uh, Trump's website is down, so I can't buy them anymore, and I don't want the uh, imitation stuff. Do you know how I can get some? Please let me know. I'm listening all the time. Oh, first of all, thank you so much. We really appreciate. I got a bunch of them at home. If you want, <laughs> how much are you willing? How much are you willing to pay? And what size? Are you, I didn't know that the Trump store was at. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I just went on there, and it looks like it's back up. Uh, but these things, they come and they go, man. My website, uh, markk.com, has been down for a long time. I finally was able to get that back up because you know this, that, or the other. It's just working. You know, it's just dealing with different various uh, groups. But we're back up online at markk.com. If you want to become an official Patriot, if you want to join the Patriot Network. You better do it because we're slowly but surely losing our reach on every other platform. We had that we had that issue with Facebook a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yesterday, yesterday we literally lost our channel monetization on YouTube uh, right at the beginning of the show. And in fact, in fact, I went after the show to kind of do some investigating. And this is interesting. This is because they, I went onto the YouTube and I was like, all right, what's going on here? And they wrote, your channel is no longer eligible to monetize. Uh, after reviewing your application, we found that your channel doesn't follow all of YouTube's policies, rules, and regulations. Uh, what should you do next? Well, first step, YouTube says, is that we should review their feedback, uh, which I did. I went to the section of review feedback. Our reviewers found that your channel contains the following. Harmful content. And I thought to myself, harmful? On our, what do we have that's harmful on our channel, all we, all we do is like you play what the bleep and we do jokes. And we talk about how dumb Democrats are and I don't understand it. So I clicked on the link and they said, you know, what you'll find here. Here are examples of content not suitable for advertisers and monetization. Inappropriate language. We don't have any inappropriate language on this station or on this show. Unless, of course, you're talking about, you know, words like freedom and liberty. That might be what they deem inappropriate violence. Clearly, there's no violence here. I mean, once or twice, Hannah will throw pennies at me if I don't do if I don't hit the right button. And sometimes Josh and I will bang on the desk to, to emphasize a point. But there's no actual violence. Adult content. I mean, unless they're talking about politics. We did. We did play that that clip over and over again of uh, of uh, what's his name of Chuck Schumer. When he told us that Donald Trump had an erection, remember, on January 7th, or I'm sorry, he incited uh, the erection. That was maybe that's what did it. Maybe it was the word erection over and over again, although that was part of a, a, a Senate hearing. It's on the record. And also, I mean, something else I should point out that it was uh, it's also a medical term erection. Yeah. So maybe that was maybe that's the uh, maybe that's it. Shocking content. We don't have any shocking content. Erection. All right. Maybe a little harmful or dangerous acts, hateful, derogatory comment, recreational drugs and drug related content. We have no recreational drug use here. It's only professional drug use on this show. So I don't know what they're talking about. Firearms related content. Now, this is where it gets interesting. We don't talk about firearms. I mean, we don't show you firearms. We'll talk about them. Every now and then, Hannah will go pew, 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 pew. <laughs> you know, and every every now and then, I'll play one of these. Or if we get, like, a caller from Palatka, you know, I'm all like, hey, hey, bub. <laughs> so, anyway, maybe that's, maybe that's it. Controversial issues, sensitive events, incendiary and demeaning behavior. 
I don't know. It could be. It could really be any one of these things. So, but that that's where we stand right now. We're still on YouTube. You know, rest assured, we're still there. We're not gonna. We're not gonna leave. Um, it's just you know, it doesn't do us any good, so we're not gonna promote it. <laughs> we're not gonna promote it anymore. But this is happening. You know, it's happening everywhere. It's happening on Facebook. It's happening on YouTube. It's happening to conservatives on Twitter, and it doesn't appear to be stopping. It doesn't appear to be stopping, even though you have, uh, you know, a Congress people and senators who are demanding this and Congress people and senators who are demanding that it's not going to stop until someone takes actual action to harm or to hurt um, whatever the uh, whatever the, um, you know, uh, social media companies, uh, whatever they actually, uh, you know, find to value in. And that is money. And Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, he is. He is one of the biggest proponents of hitting these people in the pocketbook if they start censoring. And that's exactly what we have to do. You have to find these companies for censoring conservatives, um, you know, unilaterally or unfairly. You know, it's okay if you want to censor Donald Trump, but you've also got to keep everybody else to the same standards. And if you don't, that's where we run into uh, that's where we run into serious issues. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number uh, if you're trying to get through. And the other thing that we got going on today, this is interesting because Donald Trump, president of the United States, well, I guess now former, he has uh, he has this office that he opened up at Mar-a-Lago, office of the former president. And he, it's where all his official business comes from. And anything that's happening, he goes in there. That's what. That's where, you know, if you want to get in touch with Donald Trump or if you want to, you know, book him for a speaking gig or if you want to get I don't know, maybe your, those hats that are difficult to find nowadays, you go to the office of Donald J. Trump. Well, SAG-AFTRA, SAG-AFTRA, which is the Screen Actors Guild and the uh, was the American film and television radio artist. I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA because my first radio job, I had to join the union. And uh, and so I did. But SAG-AFTRA, the president of SAG-AFTRA wrote a letter to Donald Trump because they are bringing him forward for some kind of some kind of disciplinary committee hearing. And they are going to review his membership. They're a little late to the party on this one, by the way. I mean, he's already been deplatformed by Twitter. He's been thrown out of I mean, Spotify threw him out. Pinterest took away his Pinterest page, which, again, I don't know what the president was pinning, but whatever it is, he can't do it anymore. And uh, and so now SAG-AFTRA wants to jump on board and they're having a disciplinary hearing and they're going to throw Donald Trump out. They don't want him to be a member of the union anymore. So they send him a letter. Well, the president of SAG-AFTRA is a woman named Gabrielle Carteris. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because she played Andrea Zuckerberg on 90210 back in the day and if you're if you're my age you know exactly what i'm talking about uh, beverly hills 90210 thursday nights on fox andrea zuckerberg is now the president of the screen actors guild and the um and after the american federation of uh, television and radio artists so she's so gabrielle carteris she sends a letter to donald trump and it's, uh, it says basically um, we're we're putting you in front of our disciplinary committee and we may be revoking your membership. And Donald Trump's like, I can't even deal with this. So he writes a letter back and they publish it. I have a copy of it here, which is uh, it's a, another fantastic letter. It's the kind of letter that I really miss getting from Donald Trump ever since he left the White House. And it starts, Ms. Carteris, <laughs> I write to you today regarding the so-called disciplinary committee hearing aimed at revoking my union membership. Who cares? Exclamation point. 
While I'm not familiar with your work, he's obviously not a big 90210 fan, I'm very proud of my work on movies such as Home Alone 2, Zoolander, and Wall Street. By the way, three of the best movies. If you're going to be in only three movies in your life, Home Alone 2, Zoolander, and Wall Street, those are the three you should be in. Uh, and television shows, including The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Saturday Night Live, and of course, one of the most successful shows in television history, The Apprentice, to name just a few. I've also greatly, this is my favorite part of the letter, by the way, I've also greatly helped the cable news television business, said to be a dying platform with not much time left until I got involved in politics, and created thousands of jobs at networks such as MSDNC and fake news CNN, among many others. Which brings me to your blatant attempt at free media attention to distract from your dismal record as a union. Your organization has done little for its members and nothing for me besides collecting dues and promoting dangerous un-American policies and ideas as evident by your massive unemployment rates and lawsuits from celebrated actors who even recorded a video asking, quote, why isn't the union fighting for me? These, however, are policy failures. Your disciplinary failures are even more egregious. I no longer wish to be associated with your union. As such, this letter is to inform you of my immediate resignation from SAG-AFTRA. You have done nothing for me. Regards, President Donald J. Trump. I'm going to, you know what, I, I love these letters. I'm going to start collecting these. This is, I feel like we should just start a campaign where we write nasty letters to President Trump and see what he writes back. I think that would be, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> you have done nothing for me. Anyway, there you go, 855-765-1045. Quick break. The, uh, the, the, look, the Democrats, they're at it, man. They are trying to push through this health care. They do not want unity. They do not want to work with Republicans. And we have proof. Also, uh, with Marjorie Taylor Greene, she has a press conference today at 11 o'clock to talk about her deplatforming from the committees that she served on in the House of Representatives for like a week. And, uh, oh, also the Democrats hate the Pledge of Allegiance, which is not news, but we should probably refresh you. We should probably remind you of that every couple of weeks. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up. Stay tuned. These people in Washington could have took the 15 seconds uh, to do the pledge. Nadler, you don't want to do the pledge? You could have took a moment of silence. You could have read a poem. You could have read some verses or words of positivity, of unity. They don't want any of that. Yeah, if you don't know what they got, that was a very long explanation. That was a good one, though. Uh, if you don't know... If you don't know what's happening, Matt Gates, who, again, slowly becoming there's there. You know, it's really interesting because what we've learned from Donald Trump and what we've learned from Twitter and social media is that there's political trolls out there, a lot of them. And what I guess the best thing to do is if they're going to take us off of Twitter, if they're going to take us off of YouTube, for example, if they're going to demonetize us and deplatform us, then what we what we need to do is, you know, if you can't troll somebody on Twitter, just troll them where they work. 
And in the case of Matt Gates, he's trolling his fellow uh, congressmen and women. In fact, he did so yesterday at the um, what is it? He was it was uh, starting the Judiciary Committee meeting. He's back on the Judiciary Committee, and he offered up an amendment at the beginning to add the Pledge of Allegiance to the Judiciary Committee procedures in the spirit of national unity. And every Democrat on the Judiciary Committee voted no. They voted no. And they actually mocked him for even suggesting it. They were like, why? They they were on a hot mic. We have the audio for it for you. We'll play it here uh, in just a minute. But they mocked Matt Gates. These are congressmen and women elected to the Congress of the United States of America. And they were asked, hey, we should start every committee meeting with the Pledge of Allegiance. And they all voted no. And so now we have Democrats on record saying they don't like the Pledge of Allegiance of the United States. Probably they're not big fans of the flag because it burns their eyes when they see it, you know, waving, uh, waving in the winds. But not only that, they were on a hot mic making fun of of Matt Gates's uh, suggestion that we do the Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning of the Judiciary Committee uh, hearings. And this is something that, you know, I mean, it's going to this is going to continue. You're going to have all of these kinds of ridiculous things happening in Congress where you you basically have to force somebody to go on the record. And that's one of the problems we have. You know, I had yesterday and I, and I wrote to John Rutherford, by the way, um, about his vote on Liz Cheney. The Liz Cheney vote and the Marjorie Taylor Greene vote were very similar because what it does is it draws a line in the sand within the Republican Party. And people keep talking about how, oh, the Republican Party, it's divided right down the middle. This is a crucial time for the the Republican Party is splintering off into factions. It's doomed. It's imploding. And that's not true at all. But there are problems within the Republican Party. The biggest one is probably Adam Kinzinger, because Adam Kinzinger, not only did he vote to kick Marjorie Taylor Greene off of her committees yesterday, but Adam Kinzinger, he also is the one who uh, one of the ones, one of the 10 who voted to impeach President Trump, along with Liz Cheney, who, again, was kept in her role as a a leader of the um, congressional Republicans the other day by a vote of one hundred and forty five to 61. So there is a frac- there is a faction in the party that is that is, you know, moving toward the old school republicanism of George Bush. Of George uh, W. Bush, George H. W. Bush, old school Republicans that kind of, you know, they kind of don't really they don't like to ruffle anyone's feathers. They don't like to stand up and fight for their constituents. They don't like to they don't like to beat up on Democrats the way Democrats like to beat up on Republicans. They just kind of rather, you know, they want to they want everything to be easy. They want to show up for work and they want to take their their long lunches and take their long breaks and do some legislature with their name on it in between. But they don't really want to you know, they'd rather not cause any problems. Well, that's old school. And the new school Republican Party are people that realize the only way you're going to fight back with the Democrats who spend their entire lives trying to cause problems is by causing more problems and bigger problems and pointing out that these Democrats are are causing problems, not just in Congress, but elsewhere. And that's one of the big things that got Marjorie Taylor Greene this huge target on her back. She, on day one, as promised, went on January 21st. The first day of the Biden presidency, she marched her butt to Congress and she said, I would like to introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. And she did. She said, here's what I think. Joe Biden has done this, this, that and the other. He's corrupt. His son's corrupt. China, China money. And we should be impeached. And why not? I mean, they impeached Donald Trump twice in four years. uh, And Joe Biden, apparently, it seems like there may be some evidence that he actually did something impeachable. Why not give it a go? 
And she did that. Ever since that moment, she has been targeted as, as this crazy, whack job, kooky, uh, conspiracy theory, QAnon cracker from Georgia. And she's got to be removed, man. She's got to be taken out, taken out. And that's what they tried to do yesterday. She fought back. And in a way, she won. We'll explain how here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Marquee Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. Before we get to uh, more Matt Gates and the Judiciary Committee voting no on the Pledge of Allegiance. No, we don't like the Pledge of Allegiance. We don't want to say it. Maybe they just don't know it. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're like, we have to vote no because... We don't know the we don't we don't we never learned that um, in Democrat school. Maybe that's the problem. Anyway, before we get to that, we have to talk to Dan in North Carolina. Hello, Dan. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing today? Good. Hannah told me to take your call first because you have something very exciting that you wanted to share with us. I do. I have written an epic Mark K. C. Shanty. An epic Mark K. C. Shanty. Yes, it's the full length. It's the same length as the actual song itself. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. You'll, go ahead. Let's hear it. All right, let me uh, start the music in my ear so I can get it in the right pitch. This is very professional sounding. He's got like a tone and everything in his There head. is a man who's called Marquet. He moved from Canada, they say, down to the south where the air is warm in Jacksonville, he hails. Hey ho, the Marquet show coming on the radio, streaming live five days a week, WOKB, that's where. A conservative voice for you and me, he tells it like it is, you see. Never a dull moment will be upon the Marque Show. Hey-ho, the Marque Show, coming on the radio. Streaming live five days a week, WOKB, that's where. La, 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 la. Mark has a crew that reads it through. Their names are Josh and Hannah, too. It takes all three, as you can see, to make this show sail easily. Hey-ho, the Marque Show, coming on the radio. Streaming live five days a week, WOKB, that's where. 10 to 12 during the week, we have the pleasure of speak. It is truth and humor we need to help our work we go. Hey-ho, the Marque Show, coming on the radio. Streaming live five days a week, WKB, that's where. We hope you join on our next show. If you subscribe, then you will know when we are on. You're notified, so get tuned in and enjoy the ride. Hey ho, the Marche Show coming on the radio. Streaming live five days a week on your TV. That's where. Censorship is the oh new thing now. Stay in touch with Mark. Here's uh, how. www.markk.com and a K-tree you can become. Hey-ho, the Mark K Show. Show. Coming uh, on the radio. Streaming live five days a week. W-O-K-B, that's where. All right, wow. Yay. Dan, that was, that was amazing. Wow. Dan, hang on one sec. We're going to hook you up with a uh, with an official Marque Show pride. Dan, will you get his address, please, cause, and his shirt size? Because I was, 
Holy cow, that was, that was almost the entire show. Yeah, we had to go. That's it for today, guys. No, I, we'll, we'll see you Monday. Uh, stay tuned. Rush the buzz. No, that was great. That was wow. They can put more effort into this show than we do. Yeah. That's amazing. It's like a whole like, novel for us, for lyrics. <laughs> Bravo. I know. I was like, wow, I didn't know that many things rhymed with show. Uh, 855-765-1045. Is, that, was really, that was really fantastic. 855-765-1045 is our number. All right, so... Democrats, they're new, um, and, and you'll hear something, it's not really new. We've known this for a long time. Uh, but Matt Gates likes to, you gotta, here's the thing with the Democrats, you have to make sure that they are being truthful about where they stand on various issues. And one of the issues they don't like is pledging allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. Why? Well, I mean, they don't like the republic for which it stands. They want they don't like republics at all. They don't like any kind of democratic action. They want everything to be unilateral. They want one party rule. So if you have a flag that represents a republic that was that was, you know, that they that uh, is run by this constitution document, which is just a, a fa- I mean, it's a thorn in their side since the, the day it was signed and ratified, then they're not going to they're not going to be big fans of that. So. What Matt Gates did at the Judiciary Committee uh, meeting was he, he put an amendment on um, the committee and had them vote for it to say we should start each committee meeting or every uh, committee session with the Pledge of Allegiance. Who's with me? Who's with me, guys? And all the Democrats on the committee voted no. But not only that, several of them were caught on a hot mic uh, on a recorded session. I guess it was, this was like a Zoom call or something, making fun of it. Uh, Steve Cohen is one of the uh, the main voices that you hear here, Tennessee Democrat Republic, uh, Representative Steve Cohen, and another unidentified House Democrat appear to be joking about the request. We have them here. Listen to oh, this. The Christmas decorations up. They're still up in our house. Okay. Um, and I put my foot down. And I said, uh, so right now, down every... What is happening there? Oh, no, no, that's... Is right, did you use... Oh, that's a problem. Hold on. I got to get... I got to get a cleaner audio that. I don't have the clean audio that. We'll take... All right, we'll get to that here. In just a minute, I feel like I may have dubbed two things uh, over at the same time. 855-765-1045. But here's what he says. Steve Cohen says, uh, you know, here's the thing. I can hear all of you talking, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so somebody, I missed a little bit of what we just had going on here. I, w- I wake up in the morning and I pledge allegiance to the flag. I go outside regardless of the weather. I got my flag up by my house and I pledge allegiance. Then I get on my knees and I pray. If I do that. If I do, I mean, I have to. Am I supposed to then do it again? How many times a day should I do that? And then this unidentified Democratic representative says, well, I think you should do it at least every hour. And then he goes, an hour? Yeah, that's right. Maybe in front of the Rayburn horseshoe. I think that's good. I think that's good. So then what do they want? They want me to say prayers before the beginning of each meeting and pledge or just the pledge. And they're going on and on about how... um. How they used to do this. We used to do this in first grade. We had something like this. And they're basically relaying it to, uh, you know, they're making fun of how we force kids to say the Pledge of Allegiance. They don't want to be forced as adults to say the Pledge of Allegiance. And they're coming across kind of looking like idiots and also as not very patriotic. And this was the whole I mean, this was the whole premise. This was the whole idea of what Matt Gates was trying to accomplish with the Democrat Party. And what you have to realize is that if you have an entire political party. That continually, um, I mean, desecrates and burns and, you know, because one of the things you're supposed to do as an American is protect the symbols of your nation. You're supposed to protect and honor the flag. And here's a whole party that refuses to. 
then you you know you're supposed to go out and you're supposed to protect the constitution and live by it and you get same parties out there attacking the constitution trying to take it apart piece by piece not letting you protest anymore by putting up putting up gates around the Capitol building. They don't want you to carry weapons that carry more than 10 bullets. They want to disarm you, which is in direct violation with the Constitution. In California, you can't even go to church. Well, you can now because Gavin Newsom was about to get recalled. But for months and months, they wouldn't allow they would arrest people trying to go to church. They would arrest pastors who were trying to have a religious ceremony. Why? Because, you know, that they don't want you to be any to have any freedom at all. And so that's the flag and the uh, Pledge of Allegiance and everything that is representative of the republic created by the Constitution. They're against all that. They're against all that. And what Matt Gates is doing and what other Democrats are doing or what other Republicans are doing is they're going to force them to show those true colors over and over and over again uh, over the next two years until, of course, we have another election and we can move some of them in and out. Speaking of moving in and out, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the most famous Female lawmaker. I would say I would say that, you know, the person who is probably the angriest with Marjorie Taylor Greene is Kamala Harris, because Kamala Harris is the first female vice president of the United States. And nobody cares. And ain't nobody talking about her today. Everybody's been talking about this. This freshman congresswoman from Georgia, this this uppity white lady who won election, who follows Q conspiracy theories, who spouts these terrible, horrible ideas that she got on the Internet, who likes the wrong Facebook pages, who retweets the wrong tweets. I mean, she just does everything wrong. And so they stripped her from her committee positions yesterday. And she, I believe, came out on top of this whole scenario. She has a press conference at 11 o'clock, which we're going to duck into. Uh, but I'll tell you exactly what went down yesterday and why it's better for Marjorie Taylor Greene and the Republicans than it was for any of the Democrats to do what they did in the House of Representatives yesterday. That's coming up next. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show is on the way. And it's uh, the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045. Coming on your radio. Streaming live five days a week. WOKV, that's where. Uh, all right, let's get to a, let's get to a couple of votes. I have some big news, by the way, about Mike Lindell and my pillow. And for those of you that are still wondering where your pillow is, join the club, man. We all ordered my pillows the same day that he was being under he was under attack. Remember when everyone was like, "Oh, my pillow, we're gonna he's getting demonetized, he's getting taken out of Bed Bath and Beyond, and all the coals is like, no more my pillow because they're too racist or whatever." Um, so we bought everybody my pillows. Nobody's gotten. I haven't gotten mine. Hannah hasn't gotten hers. Did you get a my pillow? No, I never. No, no I don't. Josh I, yeah, doesn't yeah, like pillows. Yeah. He likes. Uh, I sleep on rocks. He sleeps on organic fluff. Yeah, yeah. I sleep on leaves. Right. <laughs> he sleeps in his leaf. Uh, but anyway, so that's uh, anyway. So there's uh, big news about Mike Lindell, which we're going to get to here in just a minute. But first, let's get to a couple of phone calls. Lisa's in Middleburg. Lisa, thank you so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Sorry, I just walked into a store. I'm head oh. out. Now. Oh, what um, store did you walk into? What are you getting? Um. Uh, you don't well, have to. You don't have to tell us. It's, oh, you get some coffee. Okay. <laughs> and All some right. uh, laminating pouches. I know that's extremely exciting. That sounds like a great Friday. <laughs> you got a great Friday night planned. Coffee and laminating <laughs> pouches. That's awesome. All right, Lisa. Well, what's uh, what's going on? What's on your mind? What do you want to say? What's on my mind is the vaccine and the fact that I'm not hearing anything about the dangers. You know, or the well, you you need to do you know have the informed consent beforehand. I'm not hearing any of that anywhere. Um, 
all the way up to, you know, Governor DeSantis, which I love him to death, but it's just push, push, push the vaccines. And I'm hearing on alternative media that there are a lot of deaths and there are a lot of injuries. I'm hearing, you know what? I'm hearing that too. I'm, I'm hearing people getting a little sick. I haven't heard about deaths, but I've heard that people are getting sick. I've heard that uh, some people get flu-like symptoms for a couple of days. Uh, a couple of people have passed out. Um, and they, anyone, again, it goes with the, the double-dose vaccine as opposed to the Johnson & Johnson one, which is only 66% effective. As far as, you know, informed consent, I know there's a push for the vaccine, but I know it's mostly for people that say they want it. Uh, seniors and healthcare workers and things like that. A lot of healthcare workers are turning it down, and that's something that I think not a lot of folks, not a lot of folks were anticipating. Uh, only mm-hmm. something like 30% of frontline workers have signed up to to get the vaccine. Now maybe they're maybe they're thinking they're healthier and they don't need it, or maybe they're a little skeeved out by it. But I mean, as far as we know, as of this moment, nobody is forcing you to get a vaccine. I'm not saying that couldn't happen. I'm saying at this moment, nobody's forcing you. Uh, to get a vaccine. Uh, that could change at any minute, and that's something we need to definitely be wary of. Um, well, I have been censored. Um, I have tried to get information out that I have found on, like, com. Yeah. Oh, no, they're censoring you again, Lee. That's, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's okay. She's back. Anyway, uh, look, yeah, we'll keep a, we'll keep it. I'm keeping a very close eye on it because anytime the government creates something that goes into your body, you really need to be aware of it. And you need to look if you believe it and if you trust it and you've, you've done your due diligence and you want to take the vaccine, that's fine. I think probably maybe about 30 percent of the population will end up getting the vaccine. Um, I think that's probably I think that's probably I don't know. that, And I think that's that's right in line with like other vaccines. When you look at the flu vaccine, I think only 25 or 30 percent of the people get the flu vaccine every year. I don't know why all of a sudden that number would jump for something like uh, coronavirus or covid. Um, but, you know, what do I know? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. This is Clark in Jacksonville. Hi, Clark. How are you? Thanks for calling. What's up, man? Oh, not much. I, I just wanted to uh, a couple of things. Number one, obviously, I, I love your show. Well, number, thank you. Number, obviously, yeah. Number two, yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm listening, yeah. Now, uh, you know, so on this whole social media stuff, you know, there's so many uh, conservatives out there. I think we should just all take ourselves and get off there, but then, got you know, shows like yours need to find a uh, format to go to that we could listen to, but I just think we should just all just ban facebook and twitter and just i mean there's what 72 million at least that you know would i think would put a big dent in their financial uh status and then the last thing i wanted to say before i get off is uh is uh ron DeSantis. if if uh trump doesn't run i think that he should run he's amazing i don't because i like him as governor of florida and I want him to be governor of Florida for as long as possible. Uh, however, you know, maybe not 2024, but 2028, 20, what's 28 plus 4, 32? Is that a thing? Yeah. Any of those, any of those, I'm all about uh, jumping on the DeSantis train. Um, I just worry if he leaves early to go be our president, who's going to be our governor? 855-765-1045 uh, is our number. Listen, quick break. We are waiting. Apparently, Marjorie Taylor Greene's going to have a press conference. I don't know if anyone's going to carry it live. We'll find it. Probably be on Newsmax or something. Uh, so we'll grab that for you here in just a minute. Also, big news about my pillow. More of your phone calls. We'll get some open mic messages. And fake news Friday is on the way, too. Stay tuned. It's the Marquee Show. We'll be right back. 
show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. If you're trying to get through, you can leave us an open mic message to our mobile app. It's 104.5 WOKV in the App Store. All right, so one of the lessons that the left refuses to learn is that everything in this economy, everything in this world, everything in politics is all about attention. And it's, you know, it's an attention economy and social media is starting to get it. They realize that by not allowing people to get attention, they don't allow people's messages to get spread. That's why they started. Um, that's why they started taking down Donald Trump. But the left still doesn't get that. The elected officials still like to throw attention on people, making them, you know, no longer just small little Congress. They one of one hundred and forty third, four hundred and thirty five people in Congress. But now superstars of their party and the latest that they've that they've escalated to this level is marjorie taylor green from georgia who was basically just a freshman congresswoman came into town all you know full of what spit and vinegar is that what they say i think they say something else but we're not gonna say that and she was ready to go she was ready to pick up the MAGA flag and keep fighting the good fight for donald trump and for republicans everywhere and she was not going to do it laying down she was going to be you know the the answer to the squad as she likes to say, and as the Democrats like to point out, she put on a poster um, when they were in the hearings yesterday. And they people did not like her. So when she walked into Congress on day one of Joe Biden's administration and said, here are articles of impeachment for President Biden. I believe he broke the law and he, it's an impeachable offense. Let's get these on the record. They put a target on her back. They couldn't have this kind of upstart Republican young woman come in here and tell the Democrats how to run their House of Representatives. Because, sure, they lost about 20 seats, but they still have the majority so they are not going to let her they need her out they need her gone lickety split and so they started delving into her past and going into her tweets and her facebook and they found everything that they could spin negatively and they painted her to be um their favorite word of the day and you know republicans go through a lot of different there's a lot of names there's a lot of different variations on republican conservative sure that would be one that's actually you know hopefully hopefully you know accurate but there's also racist xenophobe um what else do we have white supremacist is a new one insurrectionist and now the big one they like to paint uh conservatives with is QAnon supporter in fact nancy pelosi released a press release about uh about what's his name mccarthy um in the uh senate majority senate i'm sorry the house minority leader and instead of putting an r next to his name she put a q because she thought that was cute uh to do and it's it, it just shows how ridiculous and and uh, juvenile they are so they've taken marjorie taylor green and they have they've elevated her to superstar status by trying to get her stripped of her committee positions and actually doing it they voted yesterday to strip her of her committee assignments and they did it and now she's having a press conference and her press conference is being carried on fox news it's being carried on newsmax i'm pretty sure it's on maybe cnn i guarantee you some other networks are carrying it they're live streaming it on youtube it's going to be everywhere this woman six months ago was just a soccer mom from georgia and now she's the most famous female politician in the united states of america and keep in mind we have a female vice president for the first time ever nobody cares Nobody's breaking in to their programming to listen to Kamala Harris talk about something. Everyone wants to hear Marjorie Taylor Greene. We have it here. She's a lot ordinary of American. She's a Capitol Hill. Work hard Let's all my life. And see what she says. Someone who's been married for almost 25 years and raised three kids. And I got to tell you, my three kids are the greatest part of my life. That's the best thing I've ever done is to be a mom. 
I really love our country. I love our freedoms, and I sincerely want all of your children, my children, and all of us to continue to have the opportunity to have the American dream. But our government is failing us. You see, we're approaching nearly $30 trillion in debt. As a successful business owner for over 20 years, if I ran my company the way this government runs and spends and wastes and puts us in debt with our own hard-earned tax dollars, I'd be out of business a long time ago and we'd be homeless on the street. This is the Donald Trump but comparison again. worse than that. For decades now, this government has sold out our American worker, sent our jobs overseas to foreign countries. We've opened our borders wide open to be flooded with illegals coming into our country. Think about Kate Steinle, who was murdered on a pier in California. She died in her father's arms. Krisha Odette, her father, served our country four tours, four tours in the Middle East, protecting our freedoms. When he came back home, his daughter was killed by an illegal alien in oh, Texas. All right, so she's, picking, she's literally picking up where Donald Trump left off when it came to giving speeches. She's talking about how she was a small businesswoman, and if she ran her business the way the government did, they'd be out of business. Donald Trump did the same thing. Talk about opening the borders and, and mentioning the actual uh, you know, criminals that have come across the border, which was something Donald Trump took heat for. Here she is, and, and you can see this is, this is the party of Trump that the Democrats are petrified of. And if they can't punish Donald Trump, which they can't, they're going to punish anyone who talks like him, thinks like him, and governs like him. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is it. A hole in their soul that never heals. And those women have been taught that this is the way that they should achieve. This is the way they can build a career. This is a way that they can solve the problem that they didn't want in the first place. That's a horrible lie. It's a terrible lie. As a mother and a woman who's had a successful career, I can tell you being a mom is the greatest gift of my life. But I think that's the Trump train in the background that you hear that train. That's the Trump train rolling through uh, the Capitol. I also want you to know that free speech matters. Free speech really matters. And yesterday, when the Democrats and 11 of my Republican colleagues decided to strip me of my committee assignments, education and labor and the budget committee, you know what they did? They actually stripped my district of their voice. They stripped my voters of having representation to work for them for the budget. A successful business owner that knows how to make a profit, not a loss. That's what my district voted for me for. I'm a mom with three kids who has taken my children to gun-free school zones their entire time they went to school. And when I was in 11th grade at 16 years old, when Joe Biden created gun-free school zones, one of my schoolmates brought three guns to school on a school bus and a duffel bag, brought them into the school in the first period class because he was very upset at two of his classmates. He pulled out his weapon, went to take control. The coach in the classroom knocked him to the floor but he was able to reach in and get another one of his guns, fired his weapon, took control of our school, and we were held hostage in our classrooms for five hours. I want you to know, I know that fear that David Hogg felt. It's terrifying. It's terrifying when the only person in the building with a gun is very upset and is there to do evil. And there's no good guy with any guns to protect us. That's why when I was in Washington, I could go from 
Senate office to Senate office, just like David Hogg, and say, vote no to gun control because we need our Second Amendment rights. We need to be able to protect our children with good guys with guns, just like the people up here protected themselves with 30,000 National Guard troops. Okay, so this is so what she's doing is, I mean, and this is important. This is something that is really, I mean, it's a bright spot for the Republican Party, even though 11 of them don't think so. She is taking control of the narrative. And she's taking the spotlight that was given to her by the Democrats, and she is using it not to cower, not to kowtow to the Democrats, not to crawl into bed with them, not to give a mea culpa. She is using the spotlight that the Democrats gave her, that Nancy Pelosi and AOC and everybody else, they thrust it upon her and said, everybody look at this woman. And she's like, while I have your attention, guns are good. Gun-free zones are bad, uh, our economy sucks, and the Democrats and Joe Biden are driving us into a deeper and deeper hole in the middle of the earth. This is exactly what Republicans should be doing, should always have been doing, and now are doing, and that's why the Democrats are so freaking mad. I've got to take a quick break. By the way, we have news about David Hogg, which I, I, I thought was, I couldn't believe, I thought it was a fake news Friday headline when I first saw it, but... It's not. Uh, I'll read you that story here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show on the way. All of our this is the Marque Show. Oh, it's the Q&A portion of the Marjorie Taylor Greene Show. Listen to the reporters arguing over whose question. Who gets to ask the question? What do you say to him and the other 10 Republicans that voted against or voted for removing you from the committee? Well, there were 10 that voted for impeachment against President Trump, and they definitely paid the price they heard from Republican voters. There were 11 that voted against me yesterday, um, and that that's something that our leaders should be very upset about. Kevin McCarthy and the rest of the Republican Party is working hard on taking back the majority, and when you have Republicans in the ranks voting against one of their own, opening the door for Democrats to go after every single Republican next, that, that really is a big betrayal, and that could cost us the majority in 22. People are very angry. That's all I've heard from people all morning, furious about that. That, so. is, that is so true, by the way, what she's saying. And this is something that the Republican, this is why this has to happen now. This is why you need to make sure that you know who the good Republicans and the bad Republicans are. The bad Republicans are the ones who vote with Democrats, period, end of story. There's no debate on that. It's not a matter of ethics. It's not a matter of what you believe. It's a matter of if you want your vote represented in this body or in any body at this moment you have to vote with your party and you can't attack somebody removing this woman from these committees is a pointless act that was going to happen anyway because the democrats have the majority and guess how many democrats voted to keep her you could probably guess i probably don't have to tell you but 11 of her peers of so-called republicans voted with the democrats uh was it adam kinzinger has now voted twice with the democrats he's a democrat He's not a Republican. He's taking up a Republican chair, but he is a Democrat. It doesn't matter what he says. It doesn't matter what his voter registration card is. It doesn't matter if he wears a red tie instead of a blue tie or has an elephant on his lapel. Does not freaking matter. It's all about what you do. And if it if it talks like a Democrat and it acts like a Democrat and it votes like a Democrat, it's a Democrat. You know, and we're not that stupid. We get it. And these people can't take up Republican seats. You can't have them posing in the party. You've got to get rid of them. 
And Matt Gates knows it, and Marjorie Taylor Greene knows it, and a bunch of others. Jim Jordan knows it, and they're going to go after the Liz Cheney's. That's why Matt Gates had to fly to Wyoming to remind everybody that Liz Cheney's not representing you. Sure, in Washington, D.C., where everybody's all chummy-chummy and buddy-buddy and, hey, you know what, don't worry about the people back home. We got your back, Liz. Don't worry. I know your dad, Dick. Dick gave me uh, my first job in Washington, so I got your back. When we when we hear those stories or when we see that happen, well, you have to realize the final say is the voters back home. And the voters in Wyoming, they don't really they don't really care about Liz Cheney anymore because she negated their vote for president. She took their vote away. They gave her her job. And she took away their voice. Why would you support anyone like that? How could you? And that's what Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene is here uh, fighting for. She's like, look, I don't talk. I don't speak for these committees. I don't speak for Nancy Pelosi. I don't speak for anybody. I speak for the people in Georgia who put me where I am today by a 75 percent margin. She won her district big. Those people like her. They voted for her. They want her there. They're going to keep her there. And uh, and in 2022, it's going to be a battle not just for Republicans to take over Democrat seats, but for Republicans to kick out those Democrats that or those those other Republicans for Republicans to kick out those other Republicans who don't support them. I mean, it's a it's a team sport, folks. <laughs> and if you've got I mean, if you've got Tom Brady throwing balls for the uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, there's no way the Buccaneers are ever going to win. It's, it's that simple. 855-765-1045. By the way, you still need, I'm still waiting for John Rutherford to write to me and tell me how he voted on the Liz Cheney thing, because that's very telling. And before you vote for any congressperson in your district, uh, Republican congressperson in your district, demand that they tell you which side they voted on. Did they vote to remove Liz Cheney from her uh, position of power in the Republican congressional district or congressional caucus? Or did they vote to keep her there? And if they voted to keep her there, you should vote for somebody else in 2022. 855-765-1045. I mean, at least that's what I'm going to do. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show. Fake News Friday on the way. I, I swear, I told, yes, I'm going to get to this story. People are like, don't forget the uh, don't forget the uh, Mike Lindell, David Hogg story. I'm going to get to that story here in just a minute. I promise. Um, I will do that. But first we have... We have, uh, oh, let's see, we have some Fake News Friday and a MyPillow update from Larry. Larry, are you there? Yes. Hi, Larry. You wanted to play Fake News Friday, is that correct? Yeah. All right, good. And you had an update on your MyPillow. Yeah, the, uh, we ordered the MyPillows. Oh, wait, who's that? Is that? Oh, Rhonda, you're there, too. Yes, I'm here, too. Oh, hi, Rhonda. All right, Rhonda's <laughs> going to speak for her husband, which is typical. Which is typical. Yeah, that's right. yeah tell us what, what's going on with the MyPillow. We ordered on January 21st, and I got an email, and it said that they would be here tomorrow by the end of the day. Meaning today? No. Oh, tomorrow meaning so, Saturday? Yes. Okay. Well, it would be February 6th, so that's tomorrow. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, look, all right, well keep, us up, keep us posted on Did you get two, one for Larry as well, or two just for you? Yeah, we ordered pillows and bath towels. And, uh, All sorts of yeah. stuff. All right, great. All right, listen, which one? I need one of you to play Fake News Friday. Which one is going to do it? You going to do it, Larry? No, uh, uh, I get to do it. All right, good. That's perfect. perfect. All right, Mark, you got this? Yeah, I got that. Okay, right. you take well, it Do me a favor and uh, take it off speakerphone for me, too, so that we can. Oh, Wait, here. Okay. You're going to be playing against Alexis today in Wisconsin. I believe it's just Alexis, or are you there with your husband as well? 
Well, my husband is probably listening to the YouTube stream, but oh, okay. Hi, Mr. Alexis. Okay, oh, perfect. That's good. We just went. <laughs> we're hearing from the wives today. That's all we need. All right, and ladies, uh, here's what's going to happen. We're going to give you some news headlines, and your job is to figure out if it's a real news headline or a fake news headline. And if you answer correctly, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the of the uh, game gets a Mark K show prize pack. Does that sound exciting? Absolutely. Yeah, okay, perfect. All right, well, it's um, absolutely. Thank you, uh, thank you, Alexis, and thank you, Rhonda. All right, uh, Rhonda, we're going to start with you. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. And ironically, the first story is about our good buddy Mike Lindell. In an effort to appeal to the growing number of socialists in the United States of America, MyPillow founder Mike Lindell is introducing our pillow. <laughs> in an effort to appeal to the growing number of socialists in the United States of America, my pillow founder Mike Lindell is introducing our pillow. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm gonna say fake. You think that's fake news? Yeah. Oh, that fake news. That is correct. That is correct. There will be no our pillow. This is the United States of America. This is my pillow. You get your own damn pillow if you want it. That's very nice. All right, you're on the point with, or you're on the board with a point, Rhonda. Congratulations, Alexis. Are you ready for your first one? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. Uh, here we go. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Golden Globe nominee Sasha Baron Cohen has stated, "Quote: I will hire Rudy Giuliani to contest the Golden Globes." If Borat loses, Sasha Baron Cohen says, I will hire Rudy Giuliani to contest the Golden Globes if Borat loses. Is that real news or is that fake news? I honestly don't know who she is, but I'm going to say it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha is the man who played Borat. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know what? Look, yeah, Sasha. Well. No, she, he, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter anymore. See, there's no, there's, we'll just say they because that's a, that's a pronoun that everyone can agree with. Right. Yes, that, yeah, is, that is correct. Sasha Baron Cohen said that if he loses his Golden Globe nominee, a nomination for Borat, he will hire Rudy. Luckily for Rudy, that's probably, that's probably going to happen because nobody knows who that guy is. All right, Alexis, you're on the, you're tying it up. It's one to one. Rhonda, we go back to you. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Listen carefully. Here we go. Tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Pete Buttigieg, Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg, uh, said learning about problems, or is Pete Buttigieg is learning about problems facing rail infra infrastructure by spending a week living as a train. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, new uh, Department of Transportation Secretary, says he will be learning about the problems facing rail infrastructure by spending a week living as a train. Uh, that's fake. You think that's fake news? <laughs> I guess you yeah, are fake news. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I could see, I could just see Pete Buttigieg in his little suit running down the track. I think I can. I think. Woo! Woo! This is very good. That was a very good one. Oh, there we go. All right, Rhonda, you're on the, you got two. Alexis, you ready? Yep. Listen carefully. Here we go. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki uh, now begins each briefing by handing reporters a list of questions that they should feel free to ask her. Is that real news oh, or is that fake news? 
I could totally see that being real, but I'm going to say fake. You think that's fake news? Yes. That is fake news. Congratulations. Oh, that's fake news. Yeah, that is fake news. Although that could happen. You know what we're going to have to do is circle back on that one. And last thing I just want to do before we get to your questions, um, I often note I'm going to circle back. I hate to disappoint conservative Twitter, but I am going to circle back on a number of things, as we often do directly. Yeah, as we often do directly. All right, congratulations. Circle back. Uh, there we go. It's two to two. This is a, wow, this is a close game. This is really good. All right, uh, Rhonda, back to you. Are you ready? Yes. Listen carefully. Here we go. Rochester police are in hot water after pepper spraying a nine-year-old child and yelling, you're acting like a child. <laughs> Which is not something you want to laugh at, but, but uh, Rochester police officer pepper spray a nine-year-old child while yelling, you're acting like a child. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I can see it. Let's see. Five seconds. Pause for effect. Four. Fake. fake? Yeah. Real. Uh, that's, a, that's a. That's a. Yeah, you got. You got to learn to Google faster, Rhonda. Uh, yeah, that is. That really happened uh, in Rochester, New York. They pepper sprayed a nine-year-old child, and they were yelling, "You're acting like a child." Which, thank God, they're not, thank God those police don't work here because we act like children oh, every, every single day. All right, Alexis, here we go. You could sweep in and take this game right here with this all-important question. Are you ready? Yeah, no pressure. All right, listen, yeah, no pressure at all. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. All right, here we go. Ready? Uh, nation's arborists, nation's arborists are in Washington, D.C. this week to once again urge Congress to lower the age of consent for trees. Is that real news or is that fake news? Our nation's arborists oh are in Washington, D.C. to urge Congress to lower the age of consent for trees. Is that real news or is that fake news? Um, I don't even know. I'm going to say fake. Th that is that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that fake there news. Is, there's no age of consent for trees. They can cross pollinate at any age. Oh. Uh, you know, you don't have to be you don't have to be at 18. Hey, let me count my your rings before you take my daughter out. Uh, no, congratulations. Listen, with a score of three to two, Alexis, nicely done. You you snuck in there right at the end. Rhonda, thank you both so much. We appreciate it. I'm sorry we don't have a prize pack for you, but hey, sometime tomorrow you're both going to be getting my pillows in the mail, so that's exciting. Uh, and Alexis, congrats. Hang tight. We're going to hook you up, okay? All right. All right, and that is not fake news. Quick break. I do have this story about Mike Lindell and uh, and David Hogg coming up. We'll, we'll end the week. That's a good weekend uh, story to end the week on, so stay tuned. More of the Marque Show on the way. We'll be right back. Oh, Hannah's on the phone. She can't push the button right now. So, oh, whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready, you go. Are you at home or sitting at your desk? This is the Marquette Show. My name's Marquette. Can I hear myself? I can't hear myself. Can you hear me? Turn that music on. It's way too loud. Wait, that was way too, that's way too soft. All right, Grandma. Somewhere, somewhere in the way. Turn, Turn down that, that rock and roll. roll. I can't hear myself. Think. Uh, 855 
765-1045. Before I get to my Mike Lindell story, Trisha's on the line. She wanted to say something about Mike Lindell. Good morning, Trisha. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Oh, good. What did you want to say, Trisha? Oh, I just want to say, if Mike Lindell ran for presidency, I would vote. You would vote for Mike Lindell? Mike Lindell. Yeah. Well, you might, you might get your wish. You never know. I, here's what's going to happen in 2024. You're going to I, the more and more I think about what's happening with Donald Trump, the more and more I think he's not going to run. I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong. And, and a lot could happen in four years. But I think you're going to have you're going to have just a I mean, just a a bizarro cast of characters on every on every different level running for president in 2024. I could see. Uh, what's his name? I could see, of course, Ted Cruz maybe throwing his hat back in the ring. I could, of course, see, you know, Matt Gates maybe taking an early run at it. I could see uh, all the like, what's the guy from the the guy that had the radio show that ran against Howard Donald S- Trump this last time? Walsh. Pence. Joe Walsh coming back and trying to do something. Any of these never Trumpers, they're all going to try to throw their hat in the ring. It's going to be just a, a hodgepodge come 2024 unless there's a clear front runner like donald trump or like even i think ron DeSantis. yes would be a great pick and i think he'd be a i think but you know maybe mike lindell maybe mike lindell is up for it here's the story that i've been teasing now for like three hours uh about david hogg david hogg the parkland shooting survivor who then went out to become a very outspoken and slightly annoying um gun advocate or anti-gun advocate and he was the one that apparently marjorie taylor green chased through the the building and was screaming at well david hogg has announced that the next step in his advocacy uh after after spending years now as an anti-gun advocate the next thing he's going to do is launch a competing product to mike lindell's my pillow <laughs> that's correct david hogg is going to go into direct competition with Mike Lindell's My Pillow. He's launching with um, another CEO from from William Legate, who's a software developer and I guess has all the money. Um, they are competing against My Pillow, which is led by Trump supporter CEO Mike Lindell. Uh, details: Hogg wrote on the internet that he and Legate hope to sell one million dollars of product within their first year, and they hope to launch within about six months. They're looking to use just all natural organic products, so it's going to take a little longer and pr- probably will be uh, will probably be a little more expensive. He says, "quote <laughs> David Hogg's quote Mike isn't going to know what hit him. This pillow fight is just getting started." And no, I don't know if they're in their underwear or not, uh, but maybe. Anyway, Mike Lindell, uh, my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell told Axios in a text Thursday morning. Good for them. Nothing wrong with competition that does not infringe on someone's patent. Clearly, you can tell who the capitalist is here uh, when they say, hey, good for them. Nothing. A competition, it, it could be, you know what, it's going to be even, Mike Lindell's having a banner year, man. He's going to, between him getting his butt thrown out of Bed Bath & Beyond and Kohl's and him getting kicked off of Newsmax TV and uh, with now with David Hogg coming after him to make, I don't know, some kind of lefty pillow, he's going to admit that Mike Lindell is just going to get richer and richer and richer. And he's going to laugh and scream and yell all the way uh, to the bank. Anyway, speaking of Newsmax, I still have my show there, 5.30 tomorrow. I won't kick off any of my guests, I promise. I won't get up out of my chair and leave early. 5.30 p.m., Newsmax TV, the Mark K Show tomorrow. Have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday, bright and early, 10 a.m., to recap all the lunacy that happened over the weekend. Oh, maybe we'll talk about the Super Bowl.
Maybe not. Yeah, well, I'm sure. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh is coming up next.